It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode, we're not going to talk too much about the upcoming game in Portland. We'll discuss more of the after effects on tomorrow's show. And we'll look ahead to the game with the Clippers. And then we'll give you a little taste on Saturday of what might happen with the Utah Jazz as Oklahoma City gets ready to play them. Tonight, we're going to talk about what's going wrong with the Thunder defense can they fix it, what the mental errors are, and how how overwhelmed is this team as it gets closer to the playoffs? Because that's one major thing that the Thunder have had a problem with in the last few weeks, and I think it's starting to rear its ugly head again, and I'll explain all that coming up in segment number one. In segment number two, um, I went back and looked at one of Royce Young's old articles talking about how Paul George and Russell Westbrook are elevating a team that's not that deep. And since that article has been written, Oklahoma City has added Markeith Morris. Well, I'm going to talk about depth, talk about the versatility that's on this roster, and whether or not the Thunder have enough of both to make it at least through one series, one series in the playoffs. Are the Thunder deep enough? Are they versatile enough? to make it through one series in the playoffs. And then we'll wrap things up talking about Steven Adams and him being the guy that Oklahoma City may not have wanted, but ultimately they needed and they deserved. And I know that may sound a little pie in the sky-ish, but there was a, I'll go back to another article I read today in The Ringer about Steven Adams. So I'll discuss what Adams, 
what the the whole value of Stephen Adams and whether or not it can accurately be measured by what he does on the court or for that matter even off the court and what he brings to the Oklahoma City Thunder. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am the credentialed member of the media. I run a website called Thunder Maven and you can find that at themaven.net slash thunder. So I'd appreciate it if you check that out. We just got that going. And if you like this podcast, please listen in your car. Tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast, and it's right there. You can um, also subscribe on Apple iTunes and their Stitcher and their Spotify. Thunder defense looked incredibly slow against the Minnesota Timberwolves the other night. And just watching that game, watching the first couple of quarters of that game, it did not seem like the Thunder were a young team. It did not seem like the Thunder were in shape at times. It really felt like Minnesota was able to get by them anytime that they wanted. And one of the major problems that the Thunder have been having over the last couple of weeks, now, granted, when Paul George is out, that's fine. But through the last couple of weeks, we have started to see the, de- the deterioration of the Oklahoma City Thunder defense. And one of the major problems that the Thunder had against the Minnesota Timberwolves was with Paul George. Now, granted, look, I will give Paul George a bit of a break because George, simply because George had been out, he'd had the rotator cuff injury, and he needs to get back in game shape. Even even when you're off just for four games, it can take you out of game shape. So I expected... Paul George to be a step slow, but a step slow to the detriment of the team, that was something that probably caught me um, by a bit of surprise. Well, I guess anytime you're going to be a step low, it's going to be a detriment to the team. But the one, a couple of times, I want to say a couple of times, especially in that first quarter, and Paul George even singled himself out after the game, or if he didn't single himself out, he pointed out how this was a huge problem with Oklahoma City. A couple of times I saw George go over to help, but not recover fast enough, and Wiggins would get the ball, and then the, the shot's going up. It's a, it's an open look from beyond the arc, and Andrew Wiggins has torched the Thunder, torched him for 70 points in the first two games. That's a major issue. And George is the only guy who is long enough, who is athletic enough, and who really could even be considered a good matchup for Andrew Wiggins with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And luckily, despite Paul George being slow, Wiggins didn't torch you. It was Carl Anthony Towns. And I can live with that. I can live with Carl Anthony Towns having a double-double, having a monster night going for 40, grabbing 17 rebounds. I can live with that because he's Carl Anthony Towns and he's that talented and Steven Adams has major problems with athletic big guys. For as great as Steven Adams is on both on both ends of the floor, you put Steven Adams against an athletic big guy, and all of a sudden he looks he starts looking slow. He starts looking unathletic. He starts looking like he's unaffected in those situations. Um, simply because and it's not just if you notice with Carl Anthony Towns, it wasn't just Carl Anthony Towns being able to go out from three and shoot. It was Carl Anthony Towns being able to take a mid-range jumper that Steven Adams could not defend. And whether it's a situation where, look, he's long enough, 
whether it's a situation of not being able to get there fast enough, just being uncomfortable in those situations, that is going to develop as a huge issue with Oklahoma City in the playoffs when they when and if they have to play a guy like Nikola jo- uh, Jokic, which as of now, I still think there's a very good chance that Oklahoma City could end up playing Denver in the second round of the playoffs. Those issues don't get resolved. But back to the original point, which is I can live with a Carl Anthony Towns burning you. I can't live, or I can even live with an Andrew Wiggins burning you, or both of them having good nights. I can't live with you when it's Derrick Rose. Even when Derrick Rose is having his resurgent year that he is, where he's probably going to win most improved player, no matter what we could say about PG, winning the Triple Crown of MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and Most Improved, Derrick Rose is most likely going to win Most Improved Player because of the sentiment of him being a guy that wasn't so good the last couple of seasons, and now all of a sudden he's starting to regain some of that old form and people that vote are going to be sentimental towards Derrick Rose. I can't handle it when Derrick Rose burns you. And yeah, I know Derrick Rose is a very good player and he's having a great year, but you're Terrence Ferguson. You're Russell Westbrook. Raymond Felton, not so much because Raymond, a little slower, older than older than Derrick Rose. I expect you to not shut Derrick Rose down, but play physical with him enough that he is not going to go for, for 20 plus points on you. That it, it, when he gets into the paint, he's going to struggle. He's not going to be able to get lucky on the switches like he did and create his own shot. And just for for whatever reason, and, and you know, Paul George talked about you know help and recover and, and not recovering fast enough. A lot of this is just effort. And, and Billy Donovan said after the game that he doesn't want to do a direct correlation between making your shots and effort on defense, but it just flat out does, even in the NBA. And it happens all the time in high school and college, and this is something that um, the athletic director of OU, Joe Castiglione, and I talked about was psychologically when players are hitting their shots, they want to play harder. And a lot of that has to do with wanting to get more opportunity. So you're having a good night from beyond the arc like Russell did the other night. That's, you know, and look, Russell's kind of the exception to the rule. But let's say Terrence Ferguson. You're you're hitting your threes early in the game. You know, maybe you're three out of four. Maybe you're three out of five, whatever. But you've popped a few in the in between the first quarter and midway through the second. Well, you're going to want to feel that. You're going to want to get the ball as much as possible. So what's going to happen? You're going to go play harder on defense. Your hands are going to be more active. You're going to try and create steals. You're going to do everything you can to make sure that you fight through those picks and that you get yourself in a situation where you're guarding someone, they may actually screw up, and you might get a shot clock violation. So that would create opportunity. You're feeling it. You want more opportunity. The best way to do that play some very good defense, and give yourself opportunities at the other end of the floor. Again, it's about effort, and it's psychological. And when the Thunder don't hit, they don't play good defense until you get into that last five minutes of a game and they realize they've got to come back. 
then we start to see them tighten up. Although it was really weird against Memphis, in the second quarter, they were great. If you look at that overall Memphis game, go back and watch it. They were great in the second quarter. They were very active. In particular, Raymond Felton had a few times where he was able to disrupt where he was able to disrupt Minnesota's offense and just get his hand on on, on a couple of basketballs and, and force turnovers. They were great. They were forced 20 turnovers that night. So it can be done. They're just not doing it on a consistent enough basis. And unfortunately, you don't do it on a consistent enough basis, you're not going to get past that second round of the playoffs. And yeah, that's what scares me about this team, is that they don't play consistent enough defense. And it's going to give them an opportunity to not win, but ultimately lose to a team like Portland that they're playing not only tonight, but if the playoffs were to start today, that's how things would go. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next here on LOT, do the Thunder have enough depth and versatility to get past the first round of the playoffs? We'll discuss. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And the best way to listen is in your car. So whether you're going to grab a pizza tonight or maybe you're going out with the boys to watch the game, hey, just tell them to play the tell, tell your smart device to play the Locked On Thunder Podcast, and it will do so. It's the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, and we've even got Locked On Sooners as well. So Check it all out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network right here on uh, LOT. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there are other great podcasts as well. I should say that as well. It's kind of a, that's a clunky, that's what I call a clunky intro. So I was going back through uh, some old articles today, looking at to see what people had to say about the Thunder. There's one that I ran onto from Royce Young that I hadn't seen before about the lack of depth that Oklahoma City had prior to adding Markeith Morris. And the gist of the article was, without going into too much detail, is the fact that Paul George and Russell Westbrook are elevating the Thunder, who are a thin team. And I started thinking about that. It's like, even at that point, would I have called the Thunder thin? Would I have said that they have a lack of depth? And the answer to that is no. A lot of that is based on position. Point guard You've got point guards for days on this team. Lose Russell Westbrook, there's a Dennis Schroeder, and then there's a Raymond Felton. Russell Westbrook gets hurt in the playoffs. Not that I wish that on him, and I know that some of you are going to talk about the jinx now that I brought that up, 
this is the first time. You've got to go all the way back to when James Harden played for this team for me not to actually be worried about Russell Westbrook being hurt in the playoffs. I love the experience. I love the determination and the grit that maybe a guy like Dennis Schroeder can't give you. And no matter how much leadership Raymond Felton has, he's certainly not going to give it to you athletically and doesn't have the intensity that Russell does. But you've got Dennis Schroeder. Offense will be fine with Dennis Schroeder in it for one series. The offense would be fine. against. I, now, I would say against the Jazz, it's going to be tough because Schroeder did not seem to like the way the Jazz was playing him physically the last time that they played. So I would that that's something that I would take a, a very close look at. But yes, I honestly believe that you're fine at point guard. You're better now at small forward now that you've obviously brought in Markeith Morris. And if something happens to Jeremy Grant then Markeith can play, and then you're probably bringing in Patrick Patterson. Not that you want to, but you bring in Patrick Patterson. But here's the other thing you have to remember. If the Thunder were to sign a guy like Deontay Burton, that gives you even more depth. Now, look, he's on the two-way contract. Grantham's on the two-way contract. Forget, I don't even know why I'm talking about Grantham. He's not figuring into this mess. But Burton is a guy I love because he is that same thing that Grant is, that Billy Donovan talks about, that Swiss Army knife. Okay, He's a guy that, that can play multiple positions. He'd be all right playing the four. you got Nader who can come in and play the four as well. So as you might face some attrition, there are some people there that can step in to certain roles. The only guy on this team you cannot plug and play is Paul George. That's it. Everybody else has somebody that they can step up for. You lose Steven Adams, you have Nerlens Noel. And Nerlens Noel's not going to be there. You know what? You can go small. You can play Markeith at the five. You can do so many different things with Jeremy Grant. It is, If it is not the most versatile team in the NBA, it is darn near close. So I have a hard time accepting when people say, that the Thunder lack depth. They don't lack depth. They don't lack versatility. The only thing they really lack depth in is intensity. And for whatever reason, that takes nights off. And my theory on that is, and I should have said this in the first segment, my theory on that is that the closer it gets to playoff time, the tighter this team gets because they have put a lot of pressure on themselves. They know in order to have a successful season, they have got to get to the second round of the playoffs. And it's not Russell Westbrook and it's not Paul George who have put the, their pressure on. It is all the guys around them. Now, Jeremy Grant's fine. He's got a three-year contract. Steven Adams is fine. He's starting, what, the second year of that four-year deal that he's on. It's your Ferguson's. It's... Your Raymond Felton, who's probably getting one last run, although Raymond looks pretty comfortable out there. It's maybe Markeith Morris, but I think here's the thing I like about Markeith Morris coming in from a mental standpoint. He not only wants to be here, but hey, he's, he's kind of loose. He's still just really trying to get the vibe of this team. This is a tight team. Look at the way that they're playing right now. Okay, and, and it really shows when they go through the free throw line because they know they can't hit. So you've got guys 
who know Russell Westbrook and Paul George have a, have a limited window. They want to be a part of that window. So now they got to perform. And if they don't, Sam Presti's going to find a place for them and it won't be here in Oklahoma City. So be mindful of that as you're watching them play these next few games. Take a look at just how loose they are. See if they're see if they're having any fun. They were not having fun at all against Minnesota. I think one, the Timberwolves are in their head that they just believe that when they come out to play the Timberwolves that they're not going to have answers for enough guys. And two, I th- I do I will give the give you this that the Timberwolves did benefit from the fact that Paul George was back and the Thunder still sorely missed everything that he's bringing to the court. But I what I'm seeing right now is a tight team that has a lot of pressure to get past that second round or that first round of the playoffs, and they're not handling it very well. And I would be shocked if they wake up from it um, during this road trip. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost to Portland and then ultimately lost to Utah before the end of this. For some reason, I think they'll beat the Clippers, but... Even saying that, I'm not 100% certain with this team at, at times just because I don't know what Thunder team we're going to get. And when you're so Jekyll and Hyde and, and you're playing with that level of inconsistency, that really doesn't give you any window or any opportunity to be successful in the postseason. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on LOT, we'll wrap things up. He may not have been the star you wanted, but he's darn near the star that you needed. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day when you're in your car, when you're in your car, there we go, I can enunciate, uh, just ask your car, ask your smart device to play the Locked On Thunder Podcast, and uh, it'll do so for you. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes, there's Stitcher, there's Spotify, we even have Locked On Sooners, and Locked On Podcast for all of the NBA teams. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Saw an article in The Ringer today talking about Steven Adams, and they brought up the fact that he is the last thing left from the James Harden trade. And when you think about Oklahoma City Thunder fans here for a second, the Thunder fans got so spoiled that they were craving, they have been craving superstars and big-time free agents ever since they got a whiff of the NBA championship. It's just the way Thunder fans have rolled. Well, now you've got a guy like Steven Adams. And Adams has been maligned. He's been criticized. He's been a guy that people couldn't figure out what his value was. And now this year, you're really starting to see it. 
Um, they're starting to see it in numbers because a guy like Paul George says he can be a 2010 guy. He's like, oh, well, Paul George says it. He says, look, Steven Adams hasn't changed a thing about his game. He's only gotten better. And the appreciation I have for Steven Adams, one, is immense because every night he's got to go out and take on generally the toughest player from every team. A big guy that is going to be physical. He's going to go to the rim every night. He's going to get double teamed. He's going to get triple teamed. He's going to get beat up. Hell, he's going to play with a bloody nose. Steven Adams is going to do all the dirty work, but more important than that, okay, more important than just getting a check to go out there and, and get beat up every night, is Steven Adams embraces that role. And here's what you have to have on any championship team, because I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in everybody needs to know their role, but do you like your role enough to embrace it? And truly be that selfless team guy when it comes right down to it. And I can safely say that on this team, there isn't anybody more selfless than Steven Adams. It's not, I don't even know who a close second would be. Guys have moments of being selfless, Russ passing to Paul George, but even then, you're still getting a, an assist if that ball goes in. Nerlens Noel, I guess he could qualify and go into the selfless category, but why do I bring that up? Because I truly believe that when you have a guy like Steven Adams, who is just going to do everything he can every single night to make sure that, that, that not only is the team better and the team is winning and whatever the stats are, they are, but for him, it really is just about do your job and get the end result. That's all it is about. It's never about any self-gratification whatsoever. And I feel funny saying that because in a way, it, it almost seems like even the athletes that put up that kind of put up that kind of facade, that's exactly what it is. It's a facade. It's all real with Steven Adams. And because of that, his teammates feed off that you near and endear yourself and how it manifests itself out on the court is when you've got a guy that is so selfless, if you're Russell Westbrook, which you should be going to him a lot every single night, I don't know why he wouldn't get at least 15, 20 touches a night with as good as he can be inside the paint and as many offensive rebounds as he gets you and, and, and generates more second looks for you. I don't know why he didn't get more touches, but when Russ decides to go away from him, and you know that at a certain point it has to frustrate him, he blows it off pretty easily. I think he just goes about his life, and it is what it is, and he's living his best life. So little things like that don't get to him. And if you've got a guy that can live with that and knows how valuable he is to this team, but is very cool with everybody else getting theirs, then eventually that feeds to everyone else and they start picking up on that selflessness. That's what Steven Adams is. He's not the star that Oklahoma City necessarily wanted when they lost James Harden, but he's certainly the star that Oklahoma City needed. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more about the Portland game and why, and this is going to be good, I trust me on this one, why Jeremy Grant might be the best investment that the Thunder have ever made for the money that they have paid one particular player. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder. And until tomorrow, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 